Hello there. Good afternoon. Good sir. afternoon. How are you? I am. I am here. You are here. I am. I am alive and on this podcast. <laughs> that is the best I can do. Well, <laughs> <laughs> would you care to elaborate on on perhaps why are we gonna? It has like... been. It has been a week. <laughs> And I, that is as far as I feel comfortable going in a public forum. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Oof. I, I will say, um, man, I, yeah, you know what? Moving on. Moving, moving right along. <laughs> we will, uh, we will all just send thoughts and prayers that hopefully the, the situation alleviates itself shortly, um, for you guys. But, um, Oh, I mean, I mean, it will because I'm, I'm going to deploy. So <laughs> yeah. it'll definitely, it'll definitely alleviate itself. And it has nothing, it has nothing to do with our precious little screamer. <laughs> oh, uh, that's what I thought you were alluding to. But um, I, I thought she, she was uh, auditioning for a role in the uh, Dora Milaje, um, truthfully, with her, with her actions this week. But um. <laughs> we'll just we'll just say say a little prayer for the Snarks family because uh, <laughs> they are they are busy. They busy are awake. Beavers. Yes, <laughs> they are awake little beavers. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, I'm gonna. I, I think we're gonna keep the uh, the pre the we'll call it the A section of the podcast rather short this week because holy shit, do we have a lot to talk about in the B section? Um, it was quite quite a good episode. There's there is. A lot there's some stuff. There's a lot to talk about. Um, and words were said, people were punched. There and that's was, not even the episode. There was a bro moment this week on this week's episode, and like there was some. I mean, there was like a deep dive into some like masculinity stuff, and oh yeah, I, look, there. This... I, I believe there there was some stuff that like we've been talking about the whole. Hey, let's just have a conversation and let's try and learn and grow and. And I'm like, mm. holy shit. Yeah. I look, I'm not gonna lie, like th- there was this was maybe the best episode of this series, honestly. Like that that this it it, it was well, good. We're gonna get to it because it was really good. But let's let's knock the uh the episode or the non episode news out of the way. It's a rather light week, um for for news so let's go ahead and just uh oh we got this covered didn't have it covered huh. no weird no thank or we have we have chosen not to not to participate in their bullshit anymore <laughs> we are not uh we are not going to participate in, in the <laughs> we got this covered nonsense uh, of the week um but instead i am going to talk about some star wars because i think star wars is more fun to talk about truthfully Ooh. Is it the um, argument I got into on on Facebook? No, I did not. That was see fun. That. Oh. I did not see that. Oh, that was nice. Well, we'll get to that. Um, well, Some but... toxic fanulinity. <sighs> I think I might <laughs> I might have gotten in a similar argument with someone <laughs> on Facebook about something very similar. Is um, it about Ray? Yes. Holy God, we have to continue anyway. to do this. <laughs> Ray and Gina Carano, and we got this covered. Have already been covered this week on this week's podcast um, but we'll talk <laughs> about it um no i wanted to talk about the bad batch and Ooh. uh an article that was released by starwars.com uh, because the starwars.com the bad batch will be arriving on disney plus on may the 4th and this week 
uh, Disney and Star Wars released a new poster and a new synopsis for the series. Um, so if you have not seen this poster, holy crap, what are you doing? Go check it out. Um, we'll try and link this in the notes on the actual notes for the podcast. That, my friends, is not quite as easy as it initially appears to be uh, <laughs> while doing this on, an, on a, a phone. Um, but we're going to work on putting that that link into the actual notes of the podcast. Um, just wanted to touch on this because we actually have some podcasting news um, for release schedules and for, for ourselves. Um, but Oh, good. I'm glad to hear this. Yes. The, <laughs> once again, we are... Uh, doing it live. <laughs> doing it live. Uh, no, but the, the article in the, the article basically just uh, goes on to say, the, it focuses on Clone Force 99, also known as the Bad Batch, um, and including a very young, chi- uh, very young child who's on the forefront of this poster. Um, and they're not naming the child. So Again? Who... Come on. More of this not naming children. Let's it's go. It's not Grogu. We'll say <laughs> that. Um, but this is, appears to be a human child. And over, over the, entire, the entirety, I guess, of the Bad Batch is a hazy kind of grainy Emperor Palpatine. Um, so I don't know about you. I personally, I still haven't seen the, the final season of Clone Wars. Oh. So I know what I'll be doing this week. Um, well, I got and... some toxic fan right here for you for that one. Get so, on it. I mean, I haven't so, seen the poster yet. So <laughs> what we are, we're bringing this up because we want to talk about our release schedule going forward. Obviously, we're down to the last two episodes of Captain America, uh, well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and we, we know, you know, we had talked about where are we going next, essentially. Um, so I, I think we had had a conversation. I'm going to throw we something did. out there and hope that the, the snark agrees with me. I agree. Um, but I think what we have decided is that when we finish Falcon and Winter Soldier, we are going to do a brief one episode recap of WandaVision because we both greatly enjoyed that show. Um, and then that would put us just so happens to be on the week that the Bad Batch uh, will premiere on Disney Plus. So that would be so next week will be the week of the 19th. That will be the final week of Captain America Falcon Winter Soldier. The following week, the week of the 26th, April 26th, will be the WandaVision recap uh, episode. That week after, which would be the first week of May, uh, the week of May the 3rd, we are looking at changing the date that we release the podcast. Um, So May the 4th is obviously Tuesday. Um, So we haven't officially determined what day we'll be releasing on, but someday that week, shortly after... Uh, the Bad Batch makes its premiere because if I'm not mistaken, the first episode of the Bad Batch is like 89 minutes long. It's a, yeah, I, something like that. I think it's a, it's a good, good long episode. <laughs> it's a doozy. Um, so eagerly awaiting that. Um, I think we're going to, we're going to dive back into Bad Batch after we finish up our little detour into Marvel here. Um, and then once we finish Bad Batch, we, we really haven't determined at that point what our next... Well, what, it depends next... on what's out. Yes. I think it's we, we start looking at 
Loki uh, or Rebels or, you know, where what direction we want to go to. Frankly, guys, we're living in a really golden age for uh, Disney and Marvel fans. Right. So we have There's a lot so of, much content that we can, we can choose. Out of um, new content, we can be like, hey, do we want to do new content? Do we want to do old content? What do we want to do? What do you want us to do? Yeah, and that's, that's why we're bringing this up. Um, so if you are you know, have a preference. Um, I think we might, we might post a poll um, once we get a little bit past or into Bad Batch uh, to determine. We do need to get back to Rebels at some point and finish at least the, the front half of uh, or the back half of season two because we know the Book of Boba Fett is coming in December of this year. Um, I think that's been all but confirmed that that's our December Star Wars that we get for 2021. Um, and, you know, we are starting to, I think Loki will be the last live action Marvel show of this year. So want to start getting back towards, you know, making some progress on Rebels because we know Ahsoka and uh, the Mando will be coming back. And they're definitely going to be spoilers. Yeah, we'd like to have that covered at that point. Um, so all of that is to say we're going to be covering a lot in the next little bit. Um, here snark so uh, excitement and um, hells yes <laughs> a lot a lot of uh of uh, uncertainty but um well, i guess hells yes depending on who you ask that's true. if you ask anyone on facebook it is not hells yes it is oh my god everything is the worst and kathleen kennedy is the devil and everyone deserves to die i'm like oh my god you guys are ridiculous let's, let's take a little uh uh brief detour into the absolute toxic fanulinity yes (laughs) Um, that's what i i think that's i don't know if if that has been coined yet but you heard it here first folks i'm gonna i'm gonna make one of those one of those little meme things and make it a non-fungible token and you'll be able to pick that up i'm kidding i don't know how to do any of that nonsense (laughs) it's There were several times this week where I feel like there was just unnecessary. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I really don't get why we're still fighting about it. I think this all spawned from a post about, hey, I the post that I remember was about, you know, someone just posted in one of the Star Wars groups, and I, if I'm not mistaken, it was like Star Wars fans forever with a four or something like that, um, and it was like, hey. Do you want to see the novels continue? Um, after oh, I did see. Yeah, I was on that one too. I'm like, hell yeah, um, <laughs> the rise of the rise of Skywalker. And to me, like, I, I, I mean, immediately, like, my first thought was like, yes, like, I, yeah. I think we've talked about. We've this. made our opinions like, known. More Star Wars is better. Yes, like, like it's not a bad thing. <sighs> but I quickly realized quickly the error of your ways. Realize that I should not be commenting <laughs> on anything on Star on Facebook or Star Wars because apparently I don't hate Ray enough um, or you know women or you know <laughs> I, I, again to to clarify we are of the opinion that more Star Wars equals better Star Wars you don't have to like everything you can voice your opinion and say yeah. hey you don't like it and then not support it with your cool. dollars don't don't watch it then like it's still going to be canon. Like bad, bad news, y'all. And it's it also it's a story about space wizards with laser swords. 
so if you're if you're super worried about like the logic of this and i don't know the the one that the one that i saw that i was like oh you're done was something about it uh this this whole movie gets rid of gets rid of canon and it contradicts all of canon and i'm like yeah you, you mean like you mean like midichlorians that was a really snarky response to your post because the person was like, oh, so you just accept movies that wipe out canon and, right. and, and remove this one line of dialogue from this comic that was supported by this book that was written in 1994. And I was yeah, like, no longer, no longer canon. I think to, that, to that person, I legitimately just posted Freddie Prince's toxic fan rant. Yes, you did. And yeah. It was great. And it's like, and then, and then suddenly no, no more responses. So we'll see if that person comes in and finds us here so they can, they can talk about it but it's like yeah it was built for different fucking kids like that's what this is this is a movie about kids i don't know i'm gonna go with freddie prince on this one because uh dave filoni and george lucas and all the homeboys that made this and came up with the force and the idea of the force are the ones that taught him so fuck y'all <laughs> look, i mean that's the thing is, is we're arguing you're absolutely right like look i i understand that what i'm doing is nerd shaming i get it i'm i, I miss am, the days of when star trek and star wars would fight instead of just star wars fans fighting star quote, wars fans teams. at each other's throats like we, yeah, if you we, don't we, like it cool uh, like that's yeah, that's your you're right you also don't have to watch the movies or read the books or enjoy it like, that's, we, that's fine <laughs> we just did this last week like Guys, we are living in a time where we the, are seeing the golden age of the Republic. <laughs> we have a Disney TV show that the channel that basically pumps out, you know, Star Wars stuff for us. Like I, I, you guys, you didn't live through the 90s <laughs> where we got a book or Maybe. a comic in the, like every you know three months and it was like well that's what yes <laughs> and you just do, you devour it over the course of the next six hours because that's all you have and then you're like guys 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 and then and then you get shoved in lockers uh, i mean i was just talking about this with a, a friend of mine who i went to high school with uh, middle school and high school josh hall a uh, friend of the podcast um josh happy birthday josh by the oh. way um and it's a Josh name I have I, not heard in quite some time. I know, I know. Nice, <laughs> thank nice you. Reference, by the way. Um, and, and we're talking about in middle school. You know, we played the Star Wars, uh, the card, the trading card game that was like, it was like Dungeons and Dragons for you know Star Wars. And like, you know, you think about it, like we were nerds. We were legitimately nerds, and proud of it, and okay with it, and understood that that was the. You know, yeah, that, that's the price of Star admission. Wars, yeah, if liking Star Wars makes me a nerd, then I am a nerd. Right. I love it. <laughs> and we disagreed, and like that was my parts that I liked oh. and didn't like, and everybody was cool with it. And I don't know what happened that we got to this place where, like, it's now if you don't like the thing that I like exactly the way that I like it, well, fuck you, you're an idiot, and you know. Uh, yeah, I need to call your. Job I think that was pretty fired. much like yeah, that was pretty much the sentiment of my of my post was, "Hey, I don't like this thing that you like, so I'm going to tell you how stupid you are for not liking it." And it's like, ah, it's like, oh, you're shaming people. No, no, I'm on the same page as all all y'all. Like, hey, if you don't want to like it, I'm not going to tell you how to enjoy Star Wars, but let other people enjoy it. Don't just go like shit post there them going, "Hey, I really like this." Don't shit post them for liking something that you what don't are you adding like, to the stop. conversation yeah what what 
this is what? the downside of hot take culture. Yes, and and freely admit and acknowledge that what we're doing right now is trading in hot takes. Got it. We we get it. That's what this is. But if you don't like it, then don't listen to it. That's fine. <laughs> like don't write. You don't have to. You don't have to like it. Don't like it. Um, I think I saw a really fun, uh, like Ricky, Ricky Gervais like, talks about this wonderfully and this idea of like Twitter and everything has to be a hot take. And he's like, it's like going to, you know, like if you, if you went to college or you see like a message board, the town square, and there's, there's a, a little note on there for guitar lessons. It's like going there, looking at it and going, taking it, taking it off and going, I don't fucking want guitar lessons. <laughs> and no one else Well then don't them. take them. Yeah, don't don't take the guitar. They're not that that message was not for you. Then just move on about your life. It's fine. Like you'll be you'll be okay. Like in, enjoy some different Star Wars. I'm still waiting for all the all the uh, whole women are awful and can't be heroes thing because for to come out for the X Wing movie since there's a female writing. You it. know, I'm... Since that was someone else's post about the acolyte. Was this woke, woke culture bullshit? And I'm like everyone's like, do you know what it's about yet? Mm-hmm. Well, no, no one knows what it's about. I'm like, oh, but it's by a female director. All right, cool. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like... really, really, truthfully dreading the. You know, and I, that's that's a a good point to kind of to digress on. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. We don't have any Star Wars movies this year, and I think this is the first time since. Uh, probably since um, Force Awakens, that we don't have any new Star Wars, you know, content on TV. Nothing to look forward to right now, or new new movies. I'll say we have content on TV. Yeah. Um, plenty of content. And you know, I remember when they did Force Awakens, and then after Force Awakens, it was Rogue One, and it was like this like setup of like, oh, holy god, we're gonna get a new Star Wars movie every other year, and this is great. And like, <laughs> and I remember there was some people at the time who said hey this might be a little bit too much star wars yeah the over oversaturation and it was i at, heard a little bit about and that it was too. at the same time this was right around the same time if i remember correctly that age of ultron had come out for marvel so like if you were a nerd like there was plenty to go to the box office for because in between that you had like your x-men and you had i mean dc was pumping out stuff so there was stuff to watch and I remember laughing, going oversaturation. I'll never get tired of going to you know see Star Wars movies, and like it didn't take long. Like I mean, after maybe after Last Jedi, which I I know is controversial, and I know we've gone down this road before of like you know having opinions. We just got off our soapbox about opinions for for that. <laughs> but I remember after Last Jedi and the lead up to the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of the Skywalker, I think, is the actual title. Like, I wasn't as excited as I wanted to be. And it wasn't because I didn't like it. It was just because I was tired of defending it. And I'm tired yeah. of the having the Ryan... You know, I like one of my favorite, favorite podcasts that I listen to is a sports talk show um, in Tallahassee. Hat tip Tallahassee. Um, got that out of the way this week. And... Yeah. The guy who one of the guys on the show is is a, a sci-fi guy like us. He's our age or approximately our age. And I was listening to an episode and he was talking about how bad the movie was and how different it was. And it's just this feeling of like exhaustion of constantly having to be like defending the thing that you love. And like, I just got to a place where I, you know, I wasn't excited to see the movie. And I think it colored the way that I feel about that movie because 
admittedly that that trilogy has some plot holes but but all three of they them all do. do i don't know why this trilogy gets shit on so much like i can remember the prequel trilogy getting the same treatment from mm-hmm. and the... it's older than older than us but i mean i i had seen and heard from you know some of the people who were there for like the release of empire and it's like oh empire ruined star wars this is not the this is not star wars Vader's and then Luke's dad? it came around yeah. yeah what this is bullshit there's no way mm-hmm. and then the next one is like oh what do we got a bunch of muppets this is stupid just a bunch of bunch of teddy bears out fighting in the forest this is dumb and like shitting all over it for that and it's like cat like it but it, it gets forgotten why because this was a movie made for different fucking kids like it just like it's not for the adults it's it's wonderful to see that oh hey i can be that that's why the midichlorians well, i think we've talked yes. about this at length yes. like that's why the midichlorians was so upsetting because suddenly it's a locked box that like you can't get it if you're not already a jedi if you're not already born into it you don't happen to have the right blood cells then sorry you can't be cool and I, you can you can pick someone else to be i hear us saying hey we've already talked about this hey we you know sorry for re- rehashing it i you know this is a thing like we keep seeing the same bullshit online and no one's apologizing for hating on the movies so why is it that we feel like we have to apologize for defending them that that's really interesting to me that like we oh i don't i said i will call out your nonsense bullshit all the times we spend <laughs> hours weekly because we love these shows and we love this movie and we love the 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 friendship that gets born of these things and yeah i will freely admit there's there's issues yes, yeah absolutely. and we'll talk about them that's cool. and we'll criticize but i still them. love star wars even if i don't agree with the decisions i'm still gonna I'm still going to criticize because that's that's what you do with things you you love. I'll you criticize it, but I'm not going to tell you, hey, you're wrong for liking that part. Like, oh, well, I didn't really enjoy that character. Well, I did. Okay, cool. Here's why. And en- moving on. Enjoy. And moving on. <laughs> right. It's just so ridiculous that we... I got called ridiculous for liking Mara Jade when that was... Oh, my God. When she was out and it was like, oh, a girl can't be in the force and all this nonsense. You know, as a, a middle schooler, it's like, no, Marjane's pretty badass. I'm like, she is pretty much my favorite character until Ahsoka came along. You know what's funny is that you just dated yourself, honestly, because I guarantee you. Well, yes, I, people, the people's nowhere. Right? I guarantee you. Uh, and I, I mean, I probably haven't shared this with you, but looking at the data of the people that listen to us, um, which is funny thing, um, your, your phone actually shares the data. Um, if you've told your phone, like you allow you know, information from podcasts and such. Just looking at the data, we do skew a little bit older as a, an audience for people who listen to us. But there is an interesting demographic of people who are young enough that they may not remember who Mara Jade is. And um, <laughs> go look it up. It's awesome. If you I, want to see some legend stuff that rocks, go find Dash Rendar. Oh, man. Go find Dash. Or go find Rendar. me on Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes as Dash Rendar. Because that's my name on <laughs> what a, that was my favorite character. Shadows of the Empire, still one of the also greatest books. Canon, greatest book. Dash Rendar is canon. Yes, he is. He is now. The the, out, the Outrider is in one of the movies. I think it's in uh, New Hope and the the new the what do they call yes, it? The, I believe so. The I don't remember what they called it. It was the the digital extent the version or whatever one of the 97 versions they cleaned that, it up funnily enough mm-hmm. when those came out people were like this is bullshit this isn't star wars like, 
you need to go back to the originals. So th- this this hits every time. It's just like God. It's exhausting. I've been doing this for fucking thirty years. I, and you know what? I just when we're doing this podcast in thirty years, if we are still doing this podcast in thirty years, I can guarantee you, folks, if you're still listening to us after thirty years, we will not be shitting on things just because they're new and different. We'll be right. shitting on them when they're bad, but not because they're new and different. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you, you've you've listened to this podcast. We can dunk on some stuff, <laughs> but that that's fun. That's why we want the conversation. Like, oh, hey, wait, why do you why do you think this was this was better? Oh, that's an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't agree. Still, really love Star Wars. Well, our- and then we can shake hands, we can dap, we can do whatever, and go away as friends you know you just dated yourself again because we're not going to be shaking hands anytime soon ever again i have a feeling i that's why i said dad i watched an interesting interaction we went to a uh an art expo thing downtown today and i watched a very interesting uh interaction between two older people who went to shake hands at the same time and then went from handshaking to fist bumping to elbow bumping to finally bumping elbow joints um, which that's it was that's so awkward. it was so <laughs> awkward and I wanted to record that sounds it so, so rough. bad but I didn't because that would have been rude. Um, Excuse me, can you guys do that again please, for the camera? Just one more time. Jesus, <laughs> it was. I I kept nudging my wife and she's like, everyone sees it. Leave it alone. We <laughs> all see it. Oh, that's so good. Final bit of news this week before we jump into our episode. Um, and <laughs> we promise this will be short. This one will be we short. <laughs> um, the next wave of the High Republic stories have been revealed. Um, and this was again in an article from StarWars.com uh, this week on April the 12th. Um, so pumped. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, but basically, if you haven't seen this article, highly recommend you go check this out. We'll try and link it in the show notes again. Uh, no promises, but I will try. It's up to the editor. Um, but it's got some really great artwork for High Republic number six, um, which, if you're not reading, is a good, good, good series. Um, uh, Scott Kamen is doing the artwork on that, and Georges uh, Gentil is doing the pencil work on it. It is awesome. Really good story. Um, and they're actually going to be putting an exclusive story for star wars the high republic in star wars insider uh, oh, son of a number bitch. 203 <laughs> which is intentional it is and that reaction you heard is because now we have to find a way to find star wars insider because there's no borders anymore and you can't just go to borders and pick it up um which sucks right God. <laughs> but i will say I will say, if it, if it's any consolation, I'm going to read you the first line from this description, and I'm I'm going to bet that your reaction is going to be what I think it is. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it's going to be similar to this: that no one wants to watch Star Wars movies about trade wars, because the <laughs> the synopsis, the first part of the synopsis begins as such, um, in an RA. Uh, an article written by Justina Ireland. The synopsis is in preparation for the Republic fair on Valo, the agrarian and agricultural alliances having their annual seed bank bank uh, conference on starlight beacon. 
And I'm going to stop it there mm. because I felt a thousand phones just turn off right then. That We don't even have a thousand listeners. People were preemptively turning us off as I was talking about the Agrarian and Agricultural Alliance <laughs> Seed Bank Conference. Um, and you know what? I bet it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm just saying I would not have gone with that as the lead in. <laughs> Finally. Finally, this is the one I think I'm most excited about. Um, June 29th, The Rising Storm, uh, written again by Scott Caven, um, or Caven Scott. I might be mispronouncing his name or, or misemphasizing uh, which is his first and last name there. Um, but The Rising Storm is book number two in the High Republic. Um, so following up on the events of Light of the Jedi, this is going to pick up immediately thereafter. So... I can't wait. I actually have that pre-ordered on my Kindle already. Um, <laughs> and so there are a few other things that are coming out that day. There's a, some some young adult and some kids books, um, Race to Crash Point Tower and The High Republic Adventures number six, which is another comic um, that's a little bit more geared towards young adults. So I do have I do have one more thing yes. for the, the High Republic. Okay. And it's more of a complaint that I feel like my theory about this about ahsoka did not get nearly as much love as it should have or any love at all like (laughs) zero love i had one angry face on it that was it and i'm like are you kidding me this is the most well thought out thing that's written on this whole post and you jokers are just like wham one of them one angry one (laughs) even even the scholar was like hey that was i think that's really good would you like not to, a single like would you like to go over that because i do feel like that is a that is a good good i think i actually great. wanted like someone to say oh hey here's what uh, here's the part i agree with or oh here's the part i don't and everyone's just like ignore I'm like what this is the first response on here tldr but essentially tldr yes yep <laughs> essentially the the theory would be that this whole like high republic hyperspace thing like that's we're gonna see the the big bad gonna get pushed back into the unknowns or quote defeated near the end of this high republic and when thrawn and ezra um i know this is gonna ruin anything for the rest of our rebels so spoiler tag i guess when if you haven't seen the internet at all over the past (laughs) six years um thrawn and ezra are kind of thrust into this hyperspace uh, weirdness and that they're going to come back. Thrawn's not actually going to be a bad guy. Cause I mean, reading the books, Thrawn's not really a bad guy. Like he's, he's there because of the Chiss mm-hmm. and to serve the Chiss, the end, like that's his goal. He, he doesn't give a shit about the empire. Not really. He's doing this all in service of his people. And, and if you've read the, the first Thrawn trilogy, the canon one, uh, that's kind of what it's, what it's about is him doing things in service of the Chiss and his own kind of his own moral code. He doesn't really get on board with the, Hey, let's just murder everybody because we we're the empire and we can. Mm-hmm. So I don't see him as a, as a bad guy or coming back and being the big bad in the, in this show that really Ahsoka is looking for him to find Ezra. Cause that's what she wants to do. Wants to find him and Hey, yeah, it'd be great if we could get, you know, get thrown cause empire and he's bad, but I don't think he really is. And I think he's going to, they're going to come back and be like, hey, there's this there's this thing out there that we got to get ready for. And that's what we're going to see is like the the future moving forward is the the big, big bad that 
you know, not even like the emperor out in the outer rim with his you know, Sith ascendancy or whatever it is that it's, it's going to be this, this other ancient evil that we're going to be introduced to through the high Republic. The only, only, I guess, criticism or, or, or reason why I see that not happening. It's not a criticism. The only reason why I see that potentially not happening is because what you just described is the Yuzhan Vong, which yes, yes, it is. Could could one hundred percent be coming? Because we haven't. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, the Vong. That's all in the old uh, canon, so I don't think Vong. The I think so. Vong have been brought so, back. I don't. I don't know if it will be. If it will be them by name, yeah, because they're they're doing that with a lot of a lot of legends stuff. Mm-hmm. Essentially, is they're going okay. These were really cool characters in the legends universe. Let's bring back the their spirit, like let's bring back the idea of this. But we're not going to name them the same. We're just, we'll call them something different. There'll be a slightly different twist, but that's that's it. That they're still it's still the same, you know, same thing. It's just differently named. Yeah, I, I would love that. I mean, I, I admittedly, I did the thing that you're you're complaining about. I I TLDR'd your post, and I was like, "Oh, yay, Anthony!" Like, <laughs> um, and then I went back and read it. But then he did not like. And I went back and read it, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's there's meat on this bone." Like, I like this. Um, and look, I could. See I it. I hope it's something like that. My worry. I'd be cool with them bringing him back. My worry is is that now that Marvel has set the stage with the Avengers, so the series, we were told beforehand, you know, hey, pay attention because there's characters that are going to reoccur. And I actually have something to talk about along those lines with someone who we, who we met this week um, in the, the Marvel universe. Like, if they do that, if they do what you just described. They're basically admitting we have to copy Marvel, which, hey, look, Marvel rakes in billions and billions of dollars doing it. And they're all owned by the mouse. But are people really in a place where they have the time and the energy to buy into a second trilogy where they have to, you know, like it's the whole. I would say yes. I mean, people have time on their hands. Yes. But. Star Wars needs that reinvigoration of excitement. So, yes, I mean, if you give me this overarching, you know, trilogy of all these movies telling this story and it's great and it's fantastic and I'm, I'm in, then I got you. Like, this would be phenomenal. Um, it just needs to be executed well, I guess, is where I'm really going, is that you can't botch this. Um, it needs to be executed like the theory behind what they were going to do with Dark Tower. Like Order 66. Um, yeah, I still haven't seen Dark Tower, so... Don't. It's, I mean, you can. I'll let you decide for yourself. But, man, I, I, like the, I like the books, and it was just... It just wasn't... It wasn't the same. Like, it, it wasn't good. That seems to be the, the common issue with Stephen King adaptations, because I love The Stand one of the greatest books i first really adult book i ever read it is it is one of my favorite adult books and in execution i really like the new one yeah i I, the one that was made in i guess the late 90s with gary sinise was really good i enjoy that one i enjoy that it's campy but i i enjoy that one i haven't seen the new one yet um but it was it was quite quite enjoyable you know i heard Um, actually the ending uh they changed the ending to be 
more along the lines of what Stephen King wanted. He he had talked about making a mistake that he wrote the ending wrong and didn't give the characters what they deserved at the end mm-hmm. or certain characters. And uh, so that's, that's fixed. Like he, he wrote the last episode and fixed his fixed what he wanted to, I which I thought say, was really cool. I was going to say Randall but flag I, does get the payoff that he deserves. And, uh, <laughs> and like, we're, we're 35 minutes in and you are learning why we call this house of nerd and not house of Marvel or house of star Wars. That's the, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, I, I feel like as this podcast evolves, Every genre is going to take its day in the sun, you know? This has been Reading Corner yep. with Snark and Scholar. Because now that we've talked about Stephen King, I want to talk about <laughs> It. But but we're 35 minutes Wait, in. Wait, which, which It? Uh, the movie. Like Stephen King's It Stephen, or Stephen King's it, it is in the episode we were here to talk about? Uh, well, Stephen King's It, but <laughs> specifically, we're going we're gonna to move because we're 35 I got in trouble for reading that. Well, at, you know, at an all-boys Catholic school. I got in trouble. I could, I could see why. Um, I also should have been paying attention to Mr. Mann's class. Well, yeah, <laughs> but Mr. Mann really never really... Rest in peace, Mr. Mann. That was a great... He was a fantastic English teacher. Only, only and teacher, human. The only, only teacher to ever give me detention in four years of high school. And I got detention for drinking Jesus. a Gatorade by a computer. And he had warned me four times to stop doing it. And I we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Have we? Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think so. Ooh, I got to like, stop repeating yeah, my stories. Those sources. are good. Yep. Hey, we have new listeners. That's Let true. us know if you don't want to hear our old high school reminiscing. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break. And on the backside <laughs> of this 40 minutes of us just talking we'll about We'll actually start stuff, the episode. <laughs> we're going to talk about episode entitled Truth. So we'll be right back with you guys. Hello there again. Hello. We've made it back. Hopefully that was Hopefully you're still with us. <laughs> Hopefully you did not drop off and we don't have to assume that it that was new uh, new listeners at the the 30 minute mark and um but we're here tonight to yeah, talk about without our tune in timestamp. That's tune hey, out timestamp, whatever it was. I have been getting really good at the timestamp, so I just like to point that out. Um that you know Oh, it's true. I mean the tune out timestamp, like 
you know, when you're, when you're watching a show and suddenly everyone tunes out and unsubscribes. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. got me. Good callback to that bullshit article last week. Um, <laughs> well, we're here this week to talk about an episode that you didn't tune out of, um, because if you did, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, we're here for season one, episode five, the penultimate episode before the finale uh, my favorite TV word. I, I love saying it, honestly. Any chance I get an, a, an excuse to use penultimate, I'm going to I almost this. cut you off to say penultimate myself. <laughs> <laughs> but this week's episode is called entitled Truth, and it was written by uh, Delan Muson and directed again by Carrie Scogland. So I'm going to go out on a limb real quick. My, my prediction for next week, Carrie Scogland's going to be the director again for Ooh. episode six. That's a that's a bold prediction. I know. You heard it here first, folks. I know. Or possibly IMDb. Well, I haven't actually looked at it yet <laughs> on IMDb, but me either. All right. First, I like being surprised. First blush. What'd you think? I think this was great. Like it. It was. A, there's a lot that happens, but it's also kind of a a breath of air. Like it gives you a chance to catch your breath. I think this is the perfect penultimate episode that you get. Mm-hmm. You get some action. But you also get a bunch of character development, a bunch of setup for, for the next time. I, so, yeah, go ahead. I think it was. I think it was great. Like a, just a great episode of television. The one thing that I found myself a little bit there, well, there was a couple things that I was like, oh, um, the the final scene. I was like, oh, god damn it! Like again, Wait, which the, final? Which final scene? The before. The final scene of the episode, not the post credits okay. trailer, um, but when they cut off um, and they left it where they left it, I was like, I knew that we were approaching the end of the episode, but I had paused it and I looked like I had like six minutes or so left. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're going to get some action here. And then they that's, were like, and yeah, scene. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Uh, like when we were, me and uh, I were watching it last night, we... Uh, our, our little pterodactyl um, <laughs> decided that she was going to lose her ever-loving mind. What we thought was near the end of the episode and we paused it and we were 22 minutes in and I was like, holy shit, how long is this episode? Like, we just had a full-on, like, we had, we had so much happen in 22 minutes and then you're just like, okay, whew. That's, that's got to be the that, end of the episode. Oh my god, that's not. We have a whole nother episode. <laughs> I'm curious to, to see because I have a similar note. What do you think was, where did you pause it? What, where were you chronologically in the episode? 22 minutes in. Well, okay. I'm trying to remember exactly what was what was happening. I think it was right uh, was it right before the it was right after the battle scene. Like, after we after we get, like, the, the three-way knockout. Mm-hmm. Like, yes it was it was after right after that scene that she lost her mind and i don't know i guess she just wanted the action to keep going um, <laughs> well i i loved that i really loved that how this episode begins because it is a true continuation yeah like this is straight after this this scene where you get kind of a glimpse into john like we have sort of glimpsed who he is i guess but seeing who he is in his mind and seeing the confliction that he, you know, I heard someone. Like he, he thinks he's doing right, and I've heard him described as like maybe this guy has a chance at redemption. Maybe there is, there is something there. And every time I want to give this guy a chance to be like, <laughs> "Come on back, 
it, it's he just consistently makes the wrong choice. Like yeah, the, because that super soldier serum makes you more of what you were already, just more. Boy. Right? So it's the same. It's the same thing. And you see him in the comics that he's violent and reacts violently because that's what he knows. I mean, his origin's different there, but mm-hmm. you know, like that that same character flaw is there. And I mean that the scene, the Senate hearing, it was like. Man, that that kind of gets you in the feels a little bit. Yep, because he, he he's he's been betrayed. I mean, we'll we'll get there, but he's been betrayed by his country. Essentially, he was just doing what he was told. He was doing what was what he was told and what he was trained was right. I just which totally like I can totally see that and understand that that mentality. You one hundred percent stole my my thunder for that scene, and I resent you can you, you can have that. it back. Uh, you got penultimate. Uh, yes. I got some better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> not a negotiation. This is a mandate. Just asking to be heard. It is a mandate. I under. I understand that. I understand that. I live my life by your mandates. I dedicated my life to your mandates. I only ever did what you asked of me, what you told me to be and trained me to do, and I did it. And I did it well. Just the, the start of this, this scene in this warehouse, though, with John, like, over the shield, uh, that is so classic Marvel comics. Like, you know, it's, it's Steve. That's supposed to be Steve with the shield like that because he's struggling with, you know, what I had to do to do the right thing. And, and you realize that this guy, you forget. I, I forgot. Like, he just cold-blooded murdered someone in front of like the whole world watching right and this fight scene with john and bucky and sam like i'm pretty convinced i mean from the way they shot it john would have murdered sam again i mean when he, oh yeah multiple times when he rips sam's wings off like that like oh, wow there, like there's there's a lot of right it's like he he doesn't know how to doesn't know how to turn it off that he's been taught and trained and like for years trained to to go until that person is gone like whatever your obstacle is in front of you like we i've said it a bunch of times like the me hammer you nail like that's Mm -hmm. it like that that's it there's one solution and that's what he's been trained for he had battlestar there to to rein that impulse in he's he was always there to rein that impulse in. go hey no not a good plan man but now now he didn't have that now it's just go until like just go until they're defeated or until you know like a ref is pulling you off or like that kind of mentality like that U- UFC kind of like yeah that they're just you get into that like it's that you know blood rage and you're just going until whatever's in front of you is not in front of you anymore when he says why are you making me do this to you to right. Sam oh my god it was like First of all, it was like, that's definitely a big brother to a little brother. Like, why are you hitting yourself? Like, why are you hitting yourself? Except you're right. All he sees is red. Like he does. Yeah. He, he there's a part of him that's like, I shouldn't be hurting Sam. But by the he same knows token, it's his. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's it's a good guy. Like he's he knows he's not bad. But it's like you are you are making me do this. Like, I don't want to hurt you. Like, but I have to because you're trying to take away my take away my my right. Oh. And then the, with his bare hands, he pins Sam and just rips his wings off. And like, yeah. I mean, okay, we knew we knew that that we, we were gonna have to get to a place where Sam got new wings because we've seen the the 
the act the mock-up for the action figure i've seen the mock-up <laughs> for the action figure with sam with a new costume that's and you can think about it like metaphorically too i don't know if this is where you were going with it that that's what we see that's what we see over this episode is sam's kind of metamorphosis a little bit yep and that he had to have the wings his his falcon the falcon had to be destroyed so he could be captain yep and, and I, that's what we saw there i have i have a feeling that we're also going to uh, we're going to get into it but i have a feeling we saw someone else is going to take on the mantle of becoming the the falcon um and it couldn't have been more obvious to me who that person will be um but just just I, I love the fact that we've got two super soldiers fighting each other. I mean, you've got Bucky with his mechanical arm. You've got John Walker. and, and Which was shorted out. And Sam, who's got nothing other than just his wings. I mean, you've got two dudes battling, and Sam is just, like, flying. The strength of John Walker. And when, he, when they break Walker's arm to get that shield off of him, like that was the only way that Oof. shield was coming off was they were yeah. literally going to have to break his arm. I mean, and oh. that was intense. I mean, we've seen Cap get hurt before. I mean, Thanos, you know, damn near and Cap, you know, cuts his head off. And just seeing John, the rage, it was like when the arm snaps, it was like the mental snap of like, okay, calm down for a second. Like, this has clearly gone far too far. And yeah, everybody needs to take a breath for a minute. But and he's—I mean—he still wasn't going to do that. Like he was—he would have still kept going. I don't—I don't think he would have stopped there. But that the—it it was just like exhaustion. The way that they teamed him up, I—I I think it was after. Yeah, it was after they get the shield off of him, where they—they they kind of double team him, like they fly his back into the shield and like. I think, yeah, I think they knock him out there, but like that. Oh man. I, I part of me feels bad a little bit for John. It won't last very long because he's an <laughs> asshole. But I mean, but knowing you know, still knowing his motivation, like getting to see those that that there's there's so much there's so much nuance to these characters that it's not just he's a bad dude. There's there's so much more to this character. I there is, but I there I have a major problem with something that he does later, um, and it's not actually the the mid credit scene. Um, but there's oh no yeah there's a like scene I saw that coming yeah well we we go from that scene um i didn't really understand i guess maybe this was just a little bit more bucky with his trauma but why he throws the shield at sam at the end of that scene like throws it down next to him i didn't really get that like my so i i wanted to bring that up too because i noticed noticed that and i at least my view on it is is essentially like the dude this is fucking yours like stop take this this is your that there there was a lot in that in that look that yeah. you know he's cuz he he ends up holding the shield and it's like this isn't mine dude do your job take the fucking shield and just like here see what it cost see what this see what you not doing what you were supposed to cost like that's that's what i felt like all of that mm-hmm. was in in him just like tossing the shield down like this isn't mine do your fucking job it was like that's that's it yeah yeah i mean like none of this had to happen kind of kind of thing that you could have done this from the start like you were supposed to and you chose not to you chose to chose to give it up look where we are now look what we just had to do look what you made me do to this guy like i had to i had to do this to save you 
because you didn't do what you wanted. You didn't do what you were supposed to. You didn't do what Steve wanted from the beginning. And if you would have just done that, Steve or John Walker wouldn't have murdered somebody in front of everyone, wouldn't have tainted the shield, wouldn't have done all of that. This guy's life wouldn't be ruined. Battlestar would be all of that. Like all this stuff happened. Like I mentioned it last week, like the Jonah and the whale and Nineveh idea, like all this bad shit happens because you just didn't do what you needed to do. You didn't take the shield. And it, that's, that's it. It never belonged to him. It was yours here. Fucking take it. That's the power of acting in Sebastian Sand. And that you got all of that from his look. Yeah. I mean, and you're not wrong. Like that's, that's kind of what I was thinking of. Like, I mean, just the acting between Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Sand and the scene. I mean, they have been so phenomenal good. all series long, but I, I, I wanted to briefly, I feel like this is a dumb moment, but is it, excuse me, is it not blatantly obvious that Torres is going to become the next Falcon with this scene where he, you know, he's like, what happened to your wings? And Sam basically is like, you can have them because, you know, Torres has shown interest in, in the wings all along and wanting to tamper with them. And like, <laughs> it's, it's like Sam's growing up or growing out of the role of the Falcon he can't, yeah. he can't be that person anymore after that fight. Like, he knows it's time to... It's like they say, like... You time know, to grow up. Exactly. When I was a kid, I played with childish things. When I was an adult, I, I did man things. And, like, now he has grown out of the role of being the Falcon. He's not the sidekick anymore. And Right. He uh, needs to take up the... He needs to take up the burden of the, the mantle. Uh, I just... This this part of the show, you're absolutely right. I mean, this beginning felt like an episode in and of itself of just intense. Like, whew. it 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 was a it's a long minute. I mean, it's a long beat, and then you get that great great music of. I, I really hope they put that the uh, you know title song. You know how they were doing for like for spot for um, Wandavision. Every episode they would put the music up as like an EP on Spotify. It was fantastic. Um, and they haven't really been doing that for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I'm really hoping that we, when we get to the end of the season, they're going to release a soundtrack <laughs> because I'm a soundtrack nerd and I really need this, this, this season's music as a soundtrack. Um, because I mean, that'll, that'll make a, that'll make a killer. Like, Hey, I need to lift heavy thing. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. That's exactly work, what workout track. That is, that is a, I need to push to this day. last hill. Yep. I, I like. I've only seen the Peloton commercials, so I don't. Is that what they do? I yes. don't. I don't know. Yes, okay. that's that's exactly what they do. Um, this next beat here, uh, which is it's honestly like it's a breather for everybody, right? Like you get to go back to. <laughs> hey y'all! I need a minute. <laughs> it's going back to. Uh, well, let me let me take a step back. The bit where with with Morgenthau and Carly and her followers, I mean, in the the camp, I guess, where where they killed Battlestar, like they ran off and left and now they come back and find that it's abandoned. I don't really understand why Carly is surprised by this fact. Um, Like, is it not would it not be blatantly obvious this was a crime scene, A and B? (laughs) I mean, the people who lived here were in fact harboring fugitives, uh, dangerous fugitives. Like it's, it doesn't make sense to me why this is like the rallying cry for her. Um, 
I, I don't know. Just it, it doesn't make much sense to me here specifically. But I appreciate the fact that she had been missing for the, the first part of the action sequence of this, this show. And I feel like the action's kind of done for this episode, right? Like we're, you know, you kind of mentioned it, like we're onto the talky part of this episode and this was all, all set up for what I imagine next right. week is going to be full action. No talking. Um, I'd imagine there will be a, a lot of that for the, like, it'll be a, you know, we're, we're not going to really catch our breath for the first half of the episode and then we'll get the, the solving because i think i think we'll probably end up taking care of carly and her and her band of flag smashers very quickly and then the rest of it is about john walker i i don't know because this next bit that i wanted to talk about um was a new and interesting character we've been we've been talking (laughs) about uh well the appearance of a new character the return of an old character we speculated about who we thought it was going to be um and I wanted to before before we dive too deep into her, um, into the vice president, it, Madam Veep uh, has <laughs> please. Has, that would be so amazing if that was if that was literally her same character. So the oh character the character we're talking about was was teased as the return of an old friend. Uh, the character's name is Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, um, Contessa Valentina. That's she doesn't correct. like to say it twice. That's correct. Um, well, these boots are not made for walking. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Actually, it's Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. You know, it's hard, but I don't like to repeat myself. So you can just call me Val. But don't call me Val. Just keep it in your head. Look. I would have killed a bastard, too. Nobody in there is mad at you about that. I mean, you would have been doing him a favor if you'd taken out the whole lot. But these guys and ties, you know, they got a whole thing to protect. Excuse me. Who are you? Anyway, you did... The right thing? Taking the serum? Yeah, of course I know about that. I'll tell you something. It has made you very, very valuable to certain people. I I actually think it was the second best choice you've ever made in your life. Oh, you want to know what the first best choice was? Oh, tied with marrying this fabulous firecracker sitting right next to me. How's it going? Picking up the phone when I call you. Oh, by the way, don't worry about the shield. I know you don't have it. Here's a little dirty state secret. It doesn't really belong to the government. It's kind of a legal gray area. I'll be in touch. Um, played by the inimitable Julie Julie Louise Dreyfus, um, who is Julia Louise Dreyfus, is a phenomenal actress and a wonderful Veep. Um, if you have <laughs> not seen Veep on HBO, please God go see Veep. Um, she- we just we just watched like the first season again just for 
just because and it's like god it's so magical like the the amount of jokes per minute is just unreal it is the closest thing to the office i think as a 30 minute sitcom (laughs) that existed after the office you know kind of hit its stride um i wanted to run this out to you Uh, i wanted to run this by you because i read this article um about our our beloved countess um this was a total surprise i had no clue that this was where we were going and i think there's a reason for that because the character supposedly according to an article from the direct.com um and this is to give credit written by pierre shanlu um shanlu shanlu i'm gonna hope i pronounced your name correctly there um but supposedly this character is going to make a recurring appearance in the Black Widow movie. And as we all know, Black Widow was supposed to premiere prior to Falcon and Winter Soldier. So what what I'm reading here is that although she does appear in, in Black Widow, her character is going to make recurring, multiple recurring appearances popping up in the next set of MCU movies. So, I feel like she's a spook. Like I 100% like CIA, well not CIA, but something like, you know, like a shield kind of thing that is okay with taking uh taking broken people and uh giving them new life. Taking taking and trying to give purpose to broken toys. I I have a question for you. So I and admittedly, I'm doing a little bit of theory crafting here, but I is this not the way we get Dark Avengers? Is this not you know? Is this not? Hopefully, we see her in Black Widow when we get to see Black Widow, but maybe she's you know there recruiting a, a supposed bad guy or someone who portray is portrayed as a bad guy in that moment, um, knowing that they're saying she's going to pop up again in the MCU. That tells me that this week we're not going to see John Walker killed. Um, no, I, I think we might see John Walker defeated. You know, there's been some talk about. I think we might even see him go to the raft. Um, as I know in the comics, he was like the warden of the raft for a while, and we we get some we get some more allusions to the raft. Yes, we do. Um, yes, we do. Let, well, let's... but I, I know I don't want to I don't want to pass the title or the the stripping of oh, the title no. of Captain America. No, because we we don't get to Contessa until after, after that scene. Sorry, I'm jumping but, ahead. Hey, I, it's it's Veep. I'm excited too. I I was I was so glad that this wasn't spoiled for me because I didn't watch it until today. Um, but I did see on Twitter the scene where she's walking up with in in I guess just her like her legs and her shoes. Um, I saw that. And I immediately went, I'm not coming on Twitter until I've seen, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. And it wasn't spoiled. It was just, it was phenomenal to see her appear. And, and I really appreciated the way she portrayed her character. Um, but of course, you, as you mentioned, that does occur after the previously, the, the scene where um, my prediction was soundly disproven um, that the government would cover up for John Walker. Um, the government does the exact opposite and i'm i'm really surprised and really pleased um yeah that they acted so different from our government <laughs> to see him summarily discharged from the role of captain america and then not only that but discharged from the military 
And, and I wanted to ask you about this because you are a resident military expert here. <laughs> okay, that's hard. They they mentioned the term an other than honorable discharge. Yes. What does that mean? Because that's not a dishonorable discharge. Right. right. Okay. Right. It's it's just it's just a lesser version. It's essentially. I mean. I feel like if you see other than honorable, you're like, oh, you fucked up, but it's, it's not, not honorable. So you, like they said, you lose all the benefits and all that kind of stuff, but you don't have the necessarily the stain of dishonorable discharge. So he lost his pension, everything, which is, which is when you think about it is wild. Cause it, I mean, three time medal of honor winner. And you're like, bye, (laughs) like, uh, sorry, I, I know you did all of that stuff for you, and you're only doing this because we told you to, and we trained you, which is he says as much. And uh, but, sorry, the optics don't look good. So, wow. see ya. The scene with him, and I know you you previously touched on this, and I, I want to give you your platform for it. But the scene where he taught and he's hammering, you can hear him cracking the wood of the podium that he's mm-hmm. standing at when he hammers his fist down. And it's like that scene could not have been more obvious that that he needed he needed his conscience, he needed Battlestar to tell him like this is not a battle you're going to win, and it, it 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 was it was heartbreaking honestly yeah. like oh man and you see like I know we talk about like how he's you know we he keeps doing stuff where we don't like him, it's like he he's now been I mean he's Kurt we're watching him react to being betrayed by his government. Cause that's what I, I feel like that's how he sees it. He doesn't see that as he did. He did wrong. He was doing what he was supposed to. So I, I saw an article this week about how he was a better captain America than uh, Steve was for the government. Uh, that, yeah. That Technically. They, Technically. Yeah. Because yeah. he did what they told him to, he was going to follow orders and Steve bucked orders at every chance. I know we previously talked about how, you know, Steve was essentially used as a prop, and that's kind of what he was saying. At least, at least in the movie universe, like they make a super soldier, and then they go, "Hey, guess what? You're going to be our USO prop." Mm-hmm. And and that's that's it. And Steve's like, "No, um, that's I'm I have these powers. Why don't I help people?" Mm-hmm. And is bucking orders to go help people to go run missions. And then they're like, "Shit, he did it again. Oh well, it worked." So we approved um, that one. What, yeah, yeah, that one, that one we did. And they go back and they you know, they, they retcon it cause it worked and it's like, you're seeing the opposite that John Walker tried to do something based on his convictions and it didn't work. And it was horrible, horrible and captured on camera and they can't just retcon it and go, Oh yeah. The, the, the flag. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. It was uh, the war on terror because he murdered a foreign national on camera. Like you, you can't, can't go back and retcon that one. It makes you wonder if it, he's betrayed. Yeah, I mean, it's the disillusionment or the yeah. disillusion. I think I butchered how to say that, but it, correct it, us on Twitter. <laughs> the the moment <laughs> you see the just the, I mean, you know, we haven't seen his wife since the first episode. I don't believe, um, and seeing her face and seeing she's maybe the only person in that room that's there for him. You know, and, and mm-hmm. just the just that the the feeling of betrayal and anguish yeah. and the way that 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 senator um or the head of that committee is just like oh and and you know bring us back to shield we want it back yeah. as quickly as possible like like it's I, yours 
that shield, I, I literally wrote down that shield does not belong to any of you. And then immediately thereafter, we get our countess, uh, who's like, well, actually, who owns the shield is kind of a gray area. And I'm like, so huh. I, I can't wait to find out more about her character and where this is going. Do it, you think she's the one? Maybe is she the one that's on the tarmac that's trying to catch the super soldier serum? No. Her I group. I do not think so. I'm I, still on board with it being uh, Emily von Funke. Yes. I'm still on yes. board with it being her. I 100% am, am of the opinion now that it is Sharon. Um, that, that this is... Maybe Sharon's a not good person. <laughs> I, I don't see how at this time that we're going to introduce a new character in episode 6 as the power broker and, and then be like she's been working for him all along. I mean, look, granted, WandaVision did something all along too, but they you know, revealed it before the finale of the series. Um, so maybe they're keeping their doors open for later and, and further TV. I don't know. I just, I don't know that we're going to get a, a nice bow on all of this stuff. Um, I think that some doors are going to be left open intentionally and I'm okay with that because I yeah. think that leaves us the potential of the season two um, or follow-ons or follow-ons things in the movies like all that kind of stuff we're not going to get it leaves it leaves doors open for more story which is really what i'm on board for that's where that's what's going to happen we're not going to get a second season of falcon and winter soldier and and as much as i would like it i mean personally i don't think we get that i think we get a different show highlighting a different character that has sam or bucky in it um they're not going to kill the golden goose, but they're also not going to run the golden goose into the ground by, you know, running them out there and having them beat up on a Marvel villain every day. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we have plenty of time to talk about where we go from here because the, the very next thing we go to um, is the Sokovian Memorial. And I think it's as cool that we finally get to see this. I mean, it's teased in the, the you know, where have you been? Uh, at the beginning of this episode from Zemo and Zemo at the Sokovia Memorial. I think this is probably the first time he's been there. I actually, I appreciate the fact that they're following up on this and kind of, they don't make him a bad guy. He doesn't immediately run out and try to create havoc or, or kill people. Uh, Out of all of the bad guys on this show, he's the one that I go as the most gray, you know, like he has a legitimate gripe against super soldiers he did what he wanted to do, which is destroy the formula. And now he's, you know, basically honoring his people, honoring the people of Sokovia. And he doesn't put up a fight. He looked, you know, almost resigned to the fact that, you know, Saint, yeah, uh, this is happening, that, that Bucky's going to kill him. And <sighs> yeah, to the point where he's like, okay, yeah, do what you got to do. And like stands there for the, the shot to the face. What? And we see, we see Bucky's growth. Because that's straight Winter Soldier. Uh, like, like that, he's expecting the Winter Soldier to come out and kill him. I just that the acting again, Sebastian Stan, the phenomenal acting that he does here, and it's just it, it, it's okay. beautifully done, beautifully written, and I really appreciate it. Um, I did want to, and I, I, I skipped over this unintentionally. Um, with Carly, when she is talking to the fellow flag, flag smashers about 
the human cost of life to her and her fellow mm-hmm. refugees. Um, and she talks about, you know, how many times do we have to sacrifice with our lives to prove that we belong here? Um, did it not smack a little bit of very like V for Vendetta? Um, where the, you know, the scene in V for Vendetta where V is talking to, to Evie about, you know, all it's going to take is one little spark and then all the populace is, rise, is going to rise up against, you know, the government because they're bad. And, and personally, maybe I'm grasping at straws, but I love that speech. I think it's phenomenal. It's why people of the podcast are likely hearing that speech right now. Um, but <laughs> it is a good speech. It, great, it just, great book. Yeah. Great movie. Phenomenal book, well acted, very, very good. It just strikes me as that that's the kind of sentiment of what we're going for here of, you know, Carly. And we see later that the displaced people, there are literally billions of them on this planet that are being treated, you know, as less than because they they were gone in the snap for five years and now they're back. Um, Maybe it's just me, like I said, but. I really, really appreciated this speech that she gave here. I could see it. Like, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, it, it, it that's okay. I, I'm, I'm nerding out a little bit much here. Um, but that's but why I, we're here. That is why it's called House of Nerds. Um, I like Indeed. you said. I, I really appreciate that Sam turns over Zemo to to the Dora Milaje, and we get a Bucky. mention of, of oh. Bucky turns over Zemo. Bucky right? turns over Zemo. Thank you. Sam. Um, Sam's busy fixing a fishing boat. That is true. But we talked about the raft briefly, very briefly. Yes. Do you want to talk about the raft? Um, I mean, it's big prison. <laughs> if you got it, got any more. But uh, at one point, John Walker was warden of it, so I think that connection could be interesting. Ed, that maybe they meet again. Maybe that's where. Maybe his arc goes there. We, we have mention of the raft in other MCU series. I just wanted to point out it's underwater um, and that we do see this. We see it in a couple of other movies. It's where Sam um, and Clint, Hawkeye, uh, Wanda, Ant-Man, several of our, our characters are imprisoned here. Um, so if you have not seen it, um, it does make an, another appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um highly recommend that you guys te- check that out um, because it's a great scene and it's an underwater prison which is really cool um, <laughs> that's it but and we just see more more connections more of the web being kind of woven within this you know within this universe that it the other all kinds of stuff keeps getting keeps getting popped up i know keeps I connecting it. i love i love how they're doing this honestly it is it is so very enjoyable to me to see the interconnectivity of this series. No one has done this before that I, in my lifetime. And the fact that I keep being able to click on, you know, it's like, it's like the, it's, you know, clicking down like the, the rabbit hole. Yes. That's, that's the thing. Um, So you mentioned Sam and the fishing boat. Are you ready to talk about this, this storyline? Or do you oh, want to? I talk think we're about... we're almost there. We got to get to Isaiah because that's. Okay. I mean, that's right before. Yes, I. This is going to be. I think this is going to be a little bit of a digression um, because you know, it could this... be the, this whole scene is is what we've been talking about of trying to learn and grow and understand um, things. Just, we don't have the 
we don't have the perspective to understand really what's what's going on we don't have the frame of reference because we didn't grow up like what isaiah is saying here i being the people that they want to get rid of the evidence of i adore this scene i i really do i mean i okay what went wrong i used to be like you until i opened my eyes until I saw men in the red tails, the famous 332, fight for this country, only to come home to find crosses burned on their lawn. I'm from the South. I get that. But you were a super soldier like Steve. You could have been the next. The next? What? Huh? Blonde hair, blue eyes, stars and stripes. The entire world's been chasing them great white hope since he first got dosed with that serum. Steve did not put you in jail. She died while I was in jail. They uh, never let a single one of her letters get to me. They locked them in this box. They told her I was dead. And after a while, she was gone. And, uh... Sorry. You wanted to know what went wrong. A handful of us got shot up with different versions of that serum. But they don't tell us what it is. They tell us it's tetanus. They sent us on missions, even though the others weren't stable. Some of us started dying off. Then a couple of the boys get captured on a mission. I heard the brass Talking about blowing the POW camp to hell to hide the evidence. But those are my men, my brothers, not the evidence. So I bust out of the facility one night and I brought them boys back. Not that it made a damn bit of difference. It wasn't long before it was only me left. And what did I get for saving their lives? For the next 30 years, they experimented on me, trying to figure out why the serum worked. a nurse. She took pity on me. Wrote up some fake reports, something. She had me declared dead. That's who gave me this. Thank you. 
loved us so much. Mr. Bradley, um, we gotta do something. We gotta tell somebody. No, leave me dead. My name is Barrett. But the world's different now. I know people. Man, that's why you're here. You think things are different? You think times are different? You think I wouldn't be dead in a day if you brought me out? You won't believe jail was my fault because you got that white man's shield. They were worried my story might get out. So they erased me, my history. But they've been doing that for 500 years. <laughs> Pledge allegiance to that, my brother. They will never let a black man be Captain America. And even if they did, no self-respecting black man would ever want to be. It's very well written. It's it's well acted. And the fact that, you know, I think we talked about it at the time that Isaiah Bradley, we wanted to come back and revisit that character. Um, I'm so glad that they bring him back up and that, you know, that Sam goes back to Isaiah because he hasn't been able to get that out of his head. And they talk about the history of that serum and, and we get more details about, you know, some of the things that happened. And the see things, some of the scars. Oh God! Like his side, and he, then he talks about how you know some of some of his fellow you know soldiers, and I think he calls them specimens or experiments, are captured, and how the the higher ups just wanted to bomb the the prison camp instead of going to rescue them. And, yeah, that we need uh, to hide the evidence. He's like, it, those aren't evidence; those are my men. Those are people. Those, right. are, those are, you know, human beings. And I, I, I know, you know, I have a tendency to do this, but I, there, he makes mention of a nurse who helped him falsify um, some documents that, that declare him dead. I know that it's a long shot, but I really, really hope that that nurse is Sharon Carter. That's exactly what I said last night when we were watching I, it. I was like, man, I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's Sharon. Because I would love to see that 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 show. I would love to see that story told, and it fits with who Sharon is as a character. Come um, on, Agent Carter, season three. Season three. Season <laughs> three. Um, I I don't know. Man, this is just it's a hard scene to watch because, like you mentioned, you talk about you realize that the people that he's talking about look like us, right? And right. That, that it's, Those are the ones making the decisions. It's so, talked about. It goes go back. On. It goes back to the. I mean, the Tuskegee ex, uh, experiment. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's exactly what this is commenting on. It feels like. I mean, I may be I may be wrong about the inspiration, but that's exactly what this feels like. And I think he even mentions it. Yeah, he talks about the red tails, mm-hmm. and I just I appreciate the fact that this show, while grounded in reality about a superhero and a super soldier it spawns conversation and it, it's talking about history, our history, things that we don't talk about enough. Yeah, that the not, yeah, about. the not bright spots. 
it's very easy to gloss over everything with patriotism and oh be just be a patriot don't look at the don't look over here obviously don't look at the nazis we brought back to to work for us don't look at this don't look at the tusky experiments don't look at the you know burning people alive in their churches to keep them from voting don't don't look at any of that like look over look over here see wave the stars and stripes make sure that you're standing up and saluting at the football game like it's and it, it's taking a look at the discomfort, like the uncomfortable aspects of our history, the things that that were done. We have no problem talking about it in in other history, how the Catholic Church murdered and pillaged their way across mm-hmm. Europe. We have no problem talking about that, but for some reason, no one wants to take a hard look at what what this country has done that maybe is less than stellar. That hey, we could we could improve, we could get better. So it is a super uncomfortable scene. And it's, it's difficult, but that's, I mean, that's what we need to do to grow as a people, as a country to get better is look at those things and fix them. I just, it's the, it's, it's the, the point of, I feel like the crux of this entire story is delivered when Sam, when Isaiah tells Sam that America will never let a black man carry that shield, that it's a white man's shield. It, and Bucky's like, no, it's it's not. This was given to me by Steve. Because I, I think I think he was there to give him the shield to be like, hey, let me make it right. Let me give you the shield. I just, I I think I do. I truly think that Sam was going to give Isaiah the shield. Yeah. Why else would you he could bring be it? right? Why just else show would he bring him? It? Like, hey, yeah. look what I got. And he's like, no. He wants he's like, Isaiah they will to be never. Captain America. I, yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, Isaiah is your clearly... mantle. Clearly, Isaiah is too old to do it. But I mean, hearing him say that's a white man's shield and uh, oh, it's just it's just heartbreaking because. Again, and again, you know, I know we're we're espousing some personal beliefs here, but I'm of the opinion civil rights is not a political issue. Uh, this is this podcast is of the opinion. <laughs> this podcast civil rights is, of the is not an issue. It, civil it should rights not are human rights right. and human rights are not political. And it's just, it's so, Isaiah is the version of Sam that Sam can become if he doesn't, if he, if he doesn't allow himself, or if he does allow himself to be cynical. Isaiah is Sam in the future to me, right? Yeah. It's, it's Ghost Sam, of Christmas future. if Sam gives up the shield, he will forever, forever be regretful of giving up that shield. Right. I mean, that's that's what I'm I'm looking at. And ang- as. Angry, bitter and Old nothing man. and nothing will ever change. We can't change anything. And but that's Sam, that's what we're seeing is, hey, we can change this. Sam represents everything good that we can be. And it's. I, I really and I don't want to jump way too he- far ahead because. But I, I, I love the fact that we get the Sam that we know. He can be this week with that training montage. It's very Rocky yeah. Four. It's it, very it Rocky really, Four. It really is. I was like <laughs> singing like dun, 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 like in my head but, you know, as we see him get rocked by that shield a couple times. But it's it, that's who he is. That's the Sam that we met in in you know Civil War. It's the Sam that we meet. It's in Captain America. I mean, it's that's who Sam is. He is right. the best in all of us. And in stark um, contrast to. Get it? Stark contrast to yep. uh, to what Got we it. saw 
uh, with with John Walker when they they show him like after all of his training, and that's all you see of him really is this like oh yeah, look how badass he is throwing that shield around, and I mean that's it's the same it's the same America. scene yeah it's the same yep. exact scene. Only, mm-hmm. only Sam gets hit in the face with the shield, like, <laughs> or like buries it into the tree, and it's like, oh man, like this is great. Like he's a normal dude who's trying. I love that we get to kind of close the book a little bit on Sam and his family. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, his sister, his sister mentions it. And she says, "Look, you're you took on a fight here, and you took on a fight out there, and you can't do it all." But he does, and you know well, he learns. He does ish. So he, yeah, go I, ahead. I think there's uh, there's something like huge about or a huge his point that's that they make is he finally leverages the community, like leverages the people who hey my family helped you out. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're we're all a community. We're all here to help each other, and you see the community come out. And I feel like that's that's a huge message of hey, if we all just work together, look what we can do. If we don't I, all just yep. sit in our little bunkers and hide away from everyone, look what we can accomplish. I literally wrote down, "Look what a family can accomplish yeah. when they work together." And I was like, "It's a community." That was so, but it was more than that. It it was. It was a community. You're right. You're absolutely right. But I, I think we're, we're saying went, community slash family. Like it's the same. It's the yes. same thing. We're we're arguing over semantics. Yes, yeah. but these people, they've they've always been this. They just need a focal point to remind them of. Hey, it, it, it's it's, and I mean I'm again I may be making you know hay out of out of nothing here, but it's the we need a central point to remind us how good we can be, because. We, we have this in us. I mean, Sam doesn't make people do things. I mean, they, they do it because that's the right thing to do. He just reminds them that this is, you know, yeah, this is, this who is we are. What, you, what we should be doing. This is who we strive. That's what Captain America is, is the best the symbol. of all of us. Yes. And, and that's, that's when it's not the training montage, I think, where he becomes, you know, he learns how to use the shield. It's working on the boat. It's and it's and then you know Bucky's showing up and working Bucky, on the boat. <laughs> this is where he the, becomes Captain America. It is. You're absolutely right. And it's the you know Bucky will reach out. You need to respond to to Sam's attempt to reach out. Sam doesn't call Bucky. Bucky just shows up on his own. And like I, yeah, like man, hey, I I called in a favor for you, which that, I'm so excited to see that that uniform because I, I know that's going to be the reveal. I can't I'm wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's 100% the new uniform. Um, but I, I I know I'm waxing a little poetic here about this, but I mean, just the, the, that's, that's what I told. I, I told, told people that this week. That's what we do here. We wax poetic. We wax poetic. Just the, I, I wanted to talk about briefly, and I know we're, we're at 80 minutes. We are rapidly, rapidly ramp, uh, ramping down here, but the, the scene we get between Bucky and Sam, where they're still kind of out at Sam's, Sam's farm, um, like friends, talking- partners, friends, associates, yeah. coworkers, <laughs> the masculinity bit. Um, so good. I, I wrote down here. It was weird picking it up again. The legacy of that shield is complicated, to say the least. When Steve told me what he was planning, I don't think either of us really understood what it felt like for the black man to be handed the shield. 
How could we? I owe an apology. I'm sorry. Thank you. Whatever happened with Walker wasn't your fault. I get it. It's just that Shields closest thing I've got left to a family. So when you retired it, it made me feel like I had nothing left. It made me question everything. You, Steve, me. You know, I've got his, uh, got his book. And, uh, I just figured if it worked for him, then it would work for me. I understand that. But Steve is gone. And this might be a surprise, but it doesn't matter what Steve thought. You gotta stop looking to other people to tell you who you are. Let me ask you. You still having those nightmares? All the time. It means I remember. It means a part of me is still there. Which means a part of the Winter Soldier is still in me. You up for a little tough love? You want to climb out of that hell you're in? Do the work. Do it. I've been making amends. You weren't amending, you were avenging. You were stopping all the wrongdoers you enabled as the Winter Soldier because you thought it would bring you closure. You go to these people and say sorry because you think it'll make you feel better, right? But you gotta make them feel better. You gotta go to them and be of service. I'm sure there's at least one person in that book who needs closure about something, and you're the only person who can give it to him. Probably a dozen. That's cool. Start with one. Good talk. <laughs> you know Carly won't quit. You call me when you have a lead and I'll be there. Not necessarily as a team. Nope. We're not that good. Definitely not. We're professionals. Definitely. And uh, we're partners. Co-workers. But we're also a couple guys with a mutual friend. Friends now, gone. So we're a couple guys. I can live with that. Perfect. Thanks for the help, man. Meant a lot. Of course. Yeah. Co-workers? <laughs> the masculinity bit. Um, so good. I, I wrote down here, I was like, this is modern masculinity in action. He's talking about, well, we're, we're two guys who had a friend. That <laughs> friend's not here anymore, so what are we? And I'm like, two guys. This is, <laughs> this is just, that's, that was, between that and the bit where when Bucky finally opens up and Sam goes, you ready for a little bit of a hard conversation? And I was like, oh shit, we're going to get to see Sam the Sam from last week that he was with Flag Smasher, he's back. And the way that he talks to Bucky about, you know, you can't be 
you know, Bucky talks about having Cap's book and, and it worked for him. So it will work for me. And he was like, you can't be Captain America. You can't be Steve Rogers. You have to be yourself. Like you're avenging. What did he say? Uh, something to the effect of you're, you're not amending, you're avenging. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Like, that's a great line. Like that was a great line. And it totally sets up for the payoff from episode one or episode two, I think, when Bucky is having uh, conversations with his neighbor about killing his son. Like, Yeah, because he hasn't told him yet. I don't believe. I wondered. I don't think so. I think, I mean, that's my prediction for next episode is that we see him go make amends. We don't see and him because I, yeah. I think that's why he hadn't done it yet, that he was crossing off all those other people that he could go punch in the face but he hadn't gone to go do the one, do the hard thing. I think his neighbor is going to forgive him. I, I think that's, I mean, that would be the feel good, the feel good. Yeah. Ending. Uh, I, I, I can't see them. I, I can't see that neighbor being like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could, but it, I feel like that's going to be the, you know, I've known all along kind of thing yeah. or. Uh, I'd say probably. Know. I just, I really loved this. And the, the training montage we get with Sam, it's, it, it is interesting to see him kind of get worked by the shield a little bit. Because before that, you know, when they're tossing it, when it's just him and Bucky, they seem to have it down pretty cool. You know, pretty, they got it under, under control. But like, that's pretty cool training montage. I'm not going to lie. Like there was some backflips and some front flips and, there's a lot of stuff going on there. I, I really appreciated that. The music was really good for that. Um, I mean, it, it was it was no Eye of the Tiger, but you know, we we thing, we do the, what we got. The little kid when he traces his finger over the shield, like not gonna lie, that was pretty cool. Like I'm that was a pretty cool moment for for this show to kind of be like there. Last week, if last week was the destruction of faith in Captain America, this week was about you know, hey, I'm going to give you a Captain America you can believe in and a Captain America we can strive to be, a kind of person we can strive to be. Um, and you contrast that with with Walker, with Battlestar's parents. Um, I don't know about you, but I left off Walker earlier in this episode kind of feeling bad for him. And to turn around and to get him lying to Battlestar's yeah. parents. Like, no, I did what I was supposed to. Because they're going to come away from that going, the government screwed you. Not, hey, I murdered the wrong person in front of everyone. Just because I wanted to kill someone in revenge for this. Man, I know he is a, a troubled character. But how do you do that? Like, I, I get it, it's fiction. Or I mean, there's there's a possibility he didn't he didn't realize he was so blinded in his rage that he didn't even know that it was Carly that did it. Like that, I'd I'd say that's that's a possibility. Uh, All right, I'll give you a possibility on that. I don't I don't necessarily believe that is the case. Uh, I think he just wanted to go murder someone, and that was like just to go get revenge for his friend, and that's that's what drove it. Not that he thought somebody else did it but just to play the play the advocate a little bit uh yeah yeah all right i mean i don't know i just 
that scene where he's staring, where you know he's staring at the poster on the wall of John Walker, cap his back, kind of thing. Yeah. It's the first time that I look at that and I go, John, you see, you're seeing what we all saw from the very beginning is that you're not Captain America, right? And you're you're finally getting it now, but we, but now we he's, kind of yeah, he's got to be something else, which is probably yeah. not going to be a great thing. No, it's it's likely not going to play off very well for everybody, but. We do get the scene that we touched on um, previously, and that is Sharon Carter um, contacting Batroc the Leaper, um, mm-hmm. which I thought that was really cool, a callback um, to offer him a job and that how she was going to you know, double and make it worth his while. Um, this could be a false lead. I-, I will admit I might be falling for the trick they're trying to play here, but I 100% think she's the power broker. Or, or she's just- I'm down for that. She's either enjoying the money and the power or or she's the power broker. That was gonna be my prediction um, that that's that she's she's the the power broker. Like so I'm I'm a, if we're if we're wrong, we're both wrong. Yeah. Oh, I, look, I mean I could see a scenario where like Thunderbolt I think we talked about this, where like General Thunderbolt comes in and he's like, you know, now it's time to build like I could see them doing the Dark Avengers stuff with Thunderbolt and our countess and Sharon Carter. I mean, like, Count- look, that countess was- is also yeah. a Hydra agent at some points yeah. too. So we have Madam Hydra also. So there, there's a lot of places they could go. It could that. be hammer. It could be a lot of things, you know, Justin hammer is a character that still exists and I could see them kind of, you know, well, whatever. I mean, th- this is the thing, right? Like this is why I think there will not be a season two of this, this particular show. We'll get something. Um, yeah, it'll be they, some. You know, it'll be something else. Like maybe we get exactly. a Winter Soldier series or a Bucky series, but yeah, I don't. I don't I, think we get a Falcon and Winter Soldier because the story is told. There, there I is no more Falcon. Like we, he's now Captain. <laughs> I think. I think we will get payoff to some of Sharon's stories. I mean, that's a very popular actress. <laughs> Emily Van Camp is in several TV shows, so I can't see them like doing all this just for a couple of scenes um i could see her becoming something more later on down the line but but what she sets in motion by hiring patrock um is that we find out is that she actually sets patrock up with carly and the flag smashers Mm -hmm. um, what appears to be some explosives or grenades or something um and that patrock is there he's only there to kill sam in this meeting with carly we find out through this scene with, with Torres and Falcon that the Flag Smashers are in America. They're at, at the they're in New York. Um, and that the GRC, the Global Repatriation Committee, is debating the Controversial Patch Act, um, which is the relocation of those millions of displaced people back to their home states. Um, so, you know, you get a little bit of, of insight into that debate with the scene there when they're in the room, but I, I love the scene with Carly where she's talking to Batroc and you find out that all those people in the park are actually, you know, sympathetic to the, the flag smashers. Um, and you see one, it, like one specifically chiseled guy and you're like, Oh, that guy looks like he's probably involved in some sort of security. Yeah. This <laughs> Show is enough. Back up <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, uh, homeboy is actually involved in protecting the the members of the GRC committee um, 
so we leave off with Sam opening that that present from Bucky that was left um, for him, which we all know is his new uniform. And the members of the GRC, their their room is taken to lockdown. Um, and I literally wrote down in my notes, I wrote, "Motherfucker, you did it to me again with this to be continued bullshit." And that, I, to, so to me, that uh, that box looks alarmingly like the same, or a very similar style of box that uh, Tony Stark gave to Spider-Man. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was like, if we get if we get another version of an Iron Man, that'd be cool as hell. But also, this is Captain America, so it, it won't be. I, I, but... It's Wakandan tech, yeah. so the wings will be. I, I'm envisioning the wings being something more. Similar to Black Panther. Um, Shuri maybe developed it or something like that. But <sighs> look, we, we're, ramp- we're ramping down. We, we know where we're going. This is, we've got one episode left. Um, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be, hopefully it's everything that we're looking for. Um, so far, I haven't been disconnected or dis dis. I have not been disappointed um, with anything or any of the choices that have been made. I think we're going to get a phenomenal finale. I think it's going to tie up a lot of loose ends, but I think it's going to, you know, good finale opens up the door or leaves a thread for something else. Um, I think that's 100% what's going to happen because that mid credit scene, um, I, I don't know how we, we beat all of these bad guys. And, you know, even if it's a 90 minute episode, I think something is going to be left undone here, right? I mean, that's that would make sense. Just to leave, I mean, to leave the door open for all the other stories that they they're going to tell. Maybe there's something. I mean, Disney did it with with Star Wars, where we're like, ah, oh, they brought Boba Fett in. Is he only here for this? And then they're like, hey, guess what? Now we have two. Surprise! Um, that you know, we were surprised with that. So maybe they do something like that here. That they leave it open, and now we're going to get maybe we get Dark Avengers, and they're like, surprise. We got Dark Avengers or surprise. We got, you know, some other amalgamation of like, we got a story about the raft or we get a story about, you know, any, any number of loose ends. We get a story about the power broker. Like I, I think they're, yeah, there's, there's too many bad, bad, bad in quotes, bad guys to beat right now. So I, I think mm-hmm. there's, you know, maybe we, maybe we see a couple of them go away. Yeah, I, I could see, you know, and, and even if they go away, we've seen in the past that just going to jail doesn't necessarily mean your story is over. You know, even dying, dying doesn't yeah. Necessarily, yeah, it doesn't mean your story is over. We're getting a Loki um, series. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we saw him literally get the life choked out of him by Thanos. <laughs> we'll go yank you out of another timeline and bring you right, back. Don't, to don't worry. <laughs> we will like, Tesseract. if you are a good enough actor and people respond to you, yeah. you will have a job. Um, that's like that but, was like the when when the cap when Captain America died in the comics and it was like the final death they'll he'll never be back I'm like bullshit same thing with like we'll death, of, death of Superman they're like yep. okay come on yeah and sure enough like six weeks later they're like Captain America reborn and I'm like oh, god damn it well uh, reborn take, from an alternate timeline we, <laughs> <laughs> we saved the strand of Steve's hair and he's back right we've got him. <laughs> they'll figure there'll be some some way some way somehow it's a comic book they'll always come back that's the thing though about i think in the movie theater the movie universe you can do this you can play with time you can play with alternate realities clearly that's what they're going to do with dr strange too yeah. 
I think that there are two touchstones right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that you don't you don't get to touch. You you don't get to you're you're not gonna bring back old man Steve. I I don't think you do that. Um, maybe ten, fifteen, twenty years from now, I'll change my tone. But I could, for now, I can see them bringing back Steve, like bringing back Chris Evans, bringing back Steve from a different timeline. But I don't think it'll be old man Steve. Like that guy gets his, like gets what he, he deserves. Gets his, yeah, he gets to rest. And, and we, yes, all right. Let me let me add that caveat. You can bring back Tony Stark, and you can bring back Chris Steve Steve Roberts from Steve. Steve Rogers from an alternate timeline, but these versions of Steve and Tony are dead yeah. and or retired. Um, and I think if you do that, if you if you bring them back, you so undo the events of Endgame to the point of why tell that story if you're just going to undo it? <laughs> I'm you know? looking at you like every Marvel comic in the 90s. That's that's <laughs> what I'm getting at, is don't do this to these characters what if if nothing else you've proven that that's where the multiverse is someone else can carry the load someone else can carry the the flag or the shield and and we don't need these same you know we don't need to resurrect we don't need to to pull them in they're fine and their story is good and and told right they're 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 done they're done but multiverse of madness totally different ball game The let's, multiverse, let's you can get all kinds of different different people. Like you can get the let's same get people weird. back because it doesn't but, it doesn't matter because it's not the same the same human. It's a it's a different true. different person, and I mean they've they've been slowly introducing that for a long time. If you have not seen Into the Spider Verse, holy shit, that show is or the show that movie is good. It uh, is a good one, excellent. Went to see that with friend of the podcast Sonny and had a, his daughter. Um, and that was a movie geared towards his daughter, and I ended up walking out of that. Going, That's one of my favorite Star or Spider-Man movies. Like, I'd like more of that, please. Yes, that was really good. I, I, I um, love the character. Like, I like Miles in the comic. I love the the character just in in general. But it's like, yeah, that's that's good, and that's they've been introducing that idea of, oh, look, see all these different different ways that the same character can be can be seen and done. And we're we're seeing that. Oh. I think we're going to see it with the with Doctor Strange as well. I 100% think that's what Doctor Strange is going to set up getting us some of these yep. some of these beloved characters back. Technically, I I think we might get you know the Andrew Garfield version of of Spider Man. We might get the we might. I think we're getting the Tobey Maguire version of Spider Man. I've um, heard like, those rumors. I've heard them dispelled and respelled at various turn or various times. But I'm I'm here for all of it. I mean, we've made that perfectly clear. Like it, you're gonna you're gonna have my money. It doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> yep, bring it on because I am ready to freaking watch it and I'm ready to talk about it. But I think for this week, I think we've we've done it justice. I think we've said what we wanted to say this week. Um, let me well let me ask. This. Yes, let me ask. We're this. good. Was there anything else? I think okay. that's all we. I think that's all we got. It's whew, I think such so. a good episode. I'm, We're almost at a hundred minutes. I'm of, excited of, but disappointed that next week is is the end. I, you know, I think that's what I think that's where I'm coming to to jump. We talked about this. We wanted these six six episode seasons because it was you know the British did it this Focused. way and it was great. 
it's been great, but I am, I'm disappointed that I'm, I feel like I'm losing friends. Yeah. And we're done. And I know I'm not. I know they'll be back, but shit, it sucks right now to, to know that, you know, after next Saturday, I'm going to have to not talk about Sam and Bucky the way I've been talking about them for the last five weeks. So Agreed. But we'll be here for it, and then after that, we'll find new friends, and we'll talk about them the way that, you know, we uncomfortably know them very well. It's like we've known them their whole lives. But for now, I think we're going to leave it there, and we will be back with you guys next week, and we're going to let the snark take us out as he always does. So we're a couple of guys. Perfect. <laughs>